0: Chicken fried, cold beer on a Friday night.
1: Oh yes, pair of
0: jeans that fit just right.
1: You want your uh, country music kick and the radio. (laughs)
0: What's (laughs) up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chrissy Chaos. We're here. We're queer. We're having Bud Light. We're having a good time. I want you to crack open your Bud Lights. Tuck it back yourself. Let's have fun. You're going to be with me for the next 55 minutes to 60 minutes plus. It depends when I run out of steam. And we have a great... Sometimes when we have guests, you know, I don't know them very well or I know them well. And we're like friends but you know we know each other but only through business well this next guy this is my actual friend so this one he's like he's like mike cannon if he was indian <laughs>
1: <laughs> and no this basketball is, skill and
0: no basketball skills <laughs> this is my friend he's been on the christy chaos podcast once before when we did live from montreal in the bed Namesh Patel, my man, Namesh Patel, known in the streets as Bindi Lauper, my man.
1: <laughs> I come back just for the nicknames. Yes,
0: sir. Namesh baby. How you doing? You've gotten skinnier.
1: I've lost some weight, man. You Thank look you good, very though, much. Man. I'm working on it.
0: Namesh okay. and I, the last time we saw each other, we were in West Palm Beach, Florida.
1: Staring at the sun like Donald Trump's. It's-
0: yes, loving it. <laughs> we had a bougie lunch at Restoration Hardware oh, yeah. in West Palm Beach. We went in there, we were getting kale salads <laughs> and chicken and uh uh whatever. Chrissy
1: we- bought it. Chrissy bought it. That's yeah. why we ordered everything. We ordered
0: it all. <laughs> and and Namesh and I, and mesh and I were just talking, having fun, not even realizing what we were saying. And we were with Tommy, Tommy tour managers and his girlfriend, and we're hanging out, and they're having, you know, they're regular 25 year old kids having a good time loving life and Namesh and i are just talking about the truth we're getting dark we're getting deep and school
1: shootings school shootings we
0: were talking about school shootings and making light of them and and we were being silly willies right and because that's what comics do we're sick sick people and then the waiter unbeknownst to us who was serving us the whole time for an hour plus we didn't real we didn't know that he knew who we were and then at the end he gives us a check he goes hey, guys, um, I'm fans of the both of you, and uh, you guys are really, really dark. <laughs> and he looked dejected and upset. He was like, I didn't realize that you guys talk that way. I was like, this is what it is being a comic, baby.
1: You, you thought it was just on like like jokes every minute? Of no. every, we're real people.
0: Yeah, we we're real people things. that are going to make fun of the most... Here's, here's what you need to know about comics, which I'm sure you do know if you're listening, but just to say it out loud, anything horrific that happens anything horrific that happens that you see on the news, just know immediately there are group chats of comedians mm-hmm. that within minutes are thinking of the best jokes to do about that it doesn't matter what it is i mean i I wasn't a comic back then but as the towers are falling down on september 11th i'm sure young chris rocks of the world Uh the young bill burrs were fucking thinking of how can i make this funny immediately do you ever think about the comedy clubs that night or the next night because we weren't around yet
1: no i i do remember hearing about john stewart's like legendary set He, he went to the cellar like i think a day or so later after uh, the towers dropped and like got on stage and it's like i don't know if he ripped a new one but he was the guy to set the tone for how comedy could be done done
0: well there's no proof of it And if you want real proof go to chris nine eleven <laughs> story went viral do you
1: know um, do, you, do you know uh <laughs> is there a moment where you remember a joke that at like you had like right after something terrible happened and um, you're like oh shit I can't say this but I'm gonna say it anyway at some point but let me tell my cousins first
0: um what did oh I well I I remember I remember um I think I started when I first started doing comedy it was right around the time of Casey Anthony uh-huh. <laughs> and, and and I think I remember going up and bombing with some type of joke I don't remember the exact wording of it was like, something of like you know casey anthony um like you know starring in uh uh the the sequel to she's just not that into you or some some <laughs> she's just not that into you uh-huh. joke about casey anthony i remember it bombing hard of course at at um at an open mic too which uh which you it's
1: know. funny like we as comedians take we feel like we have the a, the obligation, and B, the right, and C, like, we think we have the gravitas to yeah. talk about something like that. I remember, like, when there was a school shooting in Connecticut, like, five years ago, whatever, that big one in Newton, I think it was. Sandy,
0: New- yeah, Sandy Hook. That one. The one that, it like, changed everyone. You yes. Just, you're, you're like, what's that thing that happened yeah. on 9-11? What was it called? There's
1: so many of them. Sandy Hook. Yes. Yeah. That one, I remember going on stage at Stand Up New York and trying to make a sarcastic remark about how callous we are about all this shit happening and right. i didn't have the skill to be that callous about it and i right. was like who the fuck is this check spot comedian yeah. <laughs> trying to talk about school shootings?" Yeah. and i was like people die every day you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. oh my, my god, god. <laughs>
0: yeah no i know well that's the thing is like there there is no kind of um like there's no like like a uh, uh, test to become a comedian there's no like st- certificate yeah. like anybody can that just say you're a comedian yeah so it's like it's like i get what you're saying it's like why so what because i call myself a comedian on my twitter bio that right. gives me the right to say horrific things and not get punished for it right that's yeah but
1: like, well, now we've hit what my whole gripe with cancel culture is in general it's like Yeah, sometimes you say some shit, there's consequences to your actions. Yeah. (laughs) Like that, well, that's what happens. It's not cancel culture, it's just a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. HR is the world in our case. Right.
0: I think if you say something now, if you say something now and you get canceled for it, it's like, whatever. The gripe I have is when people go back 15 years and they try to cancel some kid when he said something when he was 16, 17. Right. That's the issue I have. (laughs) Like, youth, that, because it's like, imagine we had access. To online plat- public platforms when I was a kid. Right. It would, I mean, the shit we used to, say, you have to say shit to survive on Bay Ridge and Staten Island. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> we gotta fight the Asians one way or the other. Yeah, no?
0: yeah, yeah. I had, to, I had to just fit in, even if I didn't believe it, you know? You better be out there with that flaming cross. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. This is gonna get archived. <laughs> just kidding. That's a jokester. Casey Anthony, she's just not that idiot. Um, did you see Casey Anthony keeps going to Disney World? Casey amazing? Anthony keeps going to Disney World? Book trip. <laughs> um wow, to look at kids toys. You know, it's interesting. When I watched she, this Casey Anthony documentary she murdered her daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Okay. Why is she didn't she's well, out? Well, she fe- yeah, because she no, she got not guilty because they couldn't prove that she did it because there is some speculation that uh-huh. she created that her father is the one who drowned the baby in the bathtub. Oh my god. And then Casey didn't but Casey didn't report it for like 28 30 days cuz she said that her her um she said that her boy that's the before picture of me to the right left of Casey <laughs> Anthony um so she so she said that her um her uh, uh father did it and that and that she was scared because her father used to sexually abuse her Did her
1: father go to jail?
0: Her father did not I don't think that's her, I think I think that's her I think that's her um lawyer
1: i feel like i've passed many a case in anthony on the street like that's a regular looking white lady yeah that's that, i gotta be honest i was never up on the casey anthony story i remember hearing that oh casey anthony did something to a yeah. bad but it's like right. why are we sensationalizing
0: yeah like i feel like casey anthony looks like every like casey anthony looks like a woman that i would wake up to a text to from joe DeRosa to a picture for her, be like hey you think this chick's hot could she have hpv
1: i'm worried <laughs> that's that's such a specific thing that i'm sure that's happened <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jonah Rosa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jonah a Rosa baby um. So, yeah, dude, but okay, so let me ask you a question. What I like, I've been liking to have friends and comics on here lately yeah. talking about things outside of comedy. What's Let's do first it. question? Mm-hmm. We've been saying that we're going to do Chris's Finance Corner mm-hmm. on Patreon at patreon.com/christycomedy and I just continuously do it for free on YouTube because I'm bad at finance. Uh-huh. Um, but you can go to patreoncom Comedy for hours and hours and hours worth of footage that you can only see there and it's fun and we're going to think of new exciting ways to get that shit Ching Although Namesh Patel did say before the camera started rolling that why are we not okay with things not always getting better and things just being level? Why does that upset us?
1: I am um, you know, just talking about like growth in general is the yes. mentality that we have in capitalism and this cat like I hate I like capitalism. Let's clear that yeah, up before Nick, he's, he's not a commie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've benefited from capitalism. I see uh, the value in it, but what bothers me is that we're always chasing like growth, growth, growth. Like if right. Netflix was had stopped chasing growth, like chasing subscriber growth, and instead like refocus some of the energy on making better content, or not, right. li- or like whatever it is, they probably wouldn't be in the position they're in today. Right, which is bleeding subscribers,
0: which is not giving me a special.
1: Right. Also, Second that yeah. th- shout out Netflix and HBO for saying no
0: again. <laughs> yes, bastards. That's why your special is on YouTube right now. It What's is. it called?
1: Lucky Lefty, or I lost my right nut, and all I got was this stupid special.
0: I love it. That's and the I, whole title. <laughs> and I love, I love your uh, promos for it. Have been like pictures of you as a kid, being like, he knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. This kid knew what was coming. I like it.
1: Thank you very much. Um, man. But
0: that's an interesting concept you bring up about growth. But, uh, but like, see, when
1: when is enough enough for you? Right? Like, I, I I'm. I don't want to say how much money is enough for you, but that's effectively what I'm asking, right? It's right. like, at what point are you like, okay, I've I've hit the number where after this, like, I don't need to chase anything. I'm going to be happy with this number right? because I think a lot of our, in general, our unhappiness comes from being like, I should be doing better. I should be doing more. And there's nothing wrong with that pursuit of doing better, but like you so gotta for, be happy with where you're at, too. So
0: for me, for me, I'll be I'll be open and honest about it mm-hmm. with growth. For me, the number mm-hmm. is specific because I think about how I can live. I'm we've been talking a lot about investing and investments and how the money that we're making now as young people, are the people who are like under 40 out there, even if you're over 40, whatever, mm-hmm. how you're making your money work for you now so you can live off it later. Yeah. So that's what I think about is that number for me Mm -hmm. is, and that's why, you know, working hard. For me, it's like I would like to see if I, because, you know, I got a bigger family, whatever, I would like to see get to a place, keep pumping, keep grinding, and, you know, some people may be like that. That can't happen, or some people be like that can happen in a year. Mm-hmm. What well, it it doesn't matter because everything, every, you know, life is minute to minute. But for me, it's ten million dollars. If ten, I can get ten million dollars in investment number. accounts, uh-huh. because then you can live off. Yeah. Then it's just two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year uh-huh. off just the growth of it, and that's what you live off, and you don't have to worry about chasing. So I'm nowhere near that yet, but uh-huh. that's a goal that I have in my head because thinking about how you know, just not letting like people who have money or mm-hmm. whether you have money it doesn't matter what the number you have if you have money just sitting in a bank account each month that you don't need for bills in your way of life yeah if you don't have that somewhere working for you then that's then you're not going to really probably hit your goals
1: yeah and no, I, I hear what you're saying uh uh to have the money working for you is one thing what is your passive income my goal and I talk about this with my cousins all the time is to have a passive income number of, like, 50 grand a month. Right. That's not what it is, but I'm saying, like, like, that number is what I would need to, like, never have to worry about anything again, and I want that to be being generated, like, not off of just like investment accounts, but, like...
0: Real estate, uh, anything.
1: Patreon or whatever the fuck it is. Just like passively
0: it's coming passive. in. Well, you need to join a Patreon called patreon.com slash aren't you garbage and you will get that fifty grand a month easy. <laughs> They're making a lot of money.
1: On I Patreon. bet they are. I they bet are,
0: they are. Kev yeah, of Hank is eating it.
1: <laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> But like that's that's where that's where I want to get to. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's cause I think it is good to have specific numerical goals that mm-hmm. work for you. First of all, two things. One, I think passive income is a great real estate. We had Dove Davidoff on here. That episode will be coming out uh, later on this month. Oh, he's he, banking, right? He gave great advice on, on that. And two, I really would like to invest in a team of indian cousins that i could speak to because it just when you say me and my cousins i'm just thinking about the advice and the great moves i could get uh-huh. from anywhere from finance to healthcare. if i just had a team of indian cousins if what do i have to pay to get entry into these talks how much to get into the group chat
1: patreon.com slash emish patels Cousins.com slash
0: yes. christy comedy we will have nimish's cousins on the show <laughs> yeah. you all, dude that seems like like you know like when the um the oracles in that movie the 300 like the wise oracles that's what I'm thinking about is you and your Indian
1: cousins I you got, guys are the oracles dude. I, got, I got some doctor cousins I got a financial advisor or two
0: Benetias like are they single
1: <laughs> <laughs> the best ones are scooped up uh, <laughs> you don't damn. want you don't want the single ones
0: <laughs> there's like a catch like if an is single like yeah he's you know listen you, listen, he's single but he's got one nut <laughs> like there's, all, there's, yeah. all,
1: there's, <laughs> there's all caveats you like, know yeah,
0: all, <laughs> like this one yeah my, my, my other cousin's single but he's got a big ass Head, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Giant drug addiction, yeah, my yeah. cousin.
0: Um. So, so okay. So, are you doing anything specific? You know, not numbers wise, but investments or things that, like, how are you and your wife thinking about your future financially?
1: Well, right now we're in a spot where I'm working. Con- <laughs> uh, no, that would be the most financially irresponsible thing I could do. <laughs> I know
0: it's cheaper to keep. Shut up, that Joe. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: what's it called? like? We're at a spot now where I'm working very hard and making decent money. Yep. But I'm not at a spot where I'm like, okay, let me see where I can put it to work. All right. Because I still have goals outside of the uh, uh, monetary things. Like, I want to retire my parents and her parents. Like, That's, that's like, beautiful. That's the goal. That's first goal. Yeah. Because they're old. And I, I'm like, I tell my dad like all the time, I'm like, bro, why the fuck did you work so hard if you're not going to enjoy it now? And it's right. like, you work so hard so your kids can be in some spot right. where they could take care of you. Or, and I'm not saying I could retire them, but I could be like, take a day off work, bro. Like, right, right. Like, so your
0: mom and dad still work.
1: Mom and dad still and work. Is that
0: because they have to or is that just them being Indian?
1: I think it's 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 more the latter. I think they they're they're in a spot where like okay, well we're gonna work till sixty five and whatever, and then like. Chill. Your parents
0: aren't sixty five yet. No, my. Oh, they were fucking young.
1: <laughs> my dad is uh, sixty one and my mom is sixty two. Wow, yeah. and you're thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. So they
0: were getting it in their twenties.
1: My mom had me when she was twenty six. Wow, I Are, can't fathom having me at twenty six. Like oh my, know god. Know? <laughs> oh my god, dude, a homeless
0: you you were homeless pimp is thirty. You'd be damn. four. Imagine yeah. homelessness, your dad as you yeah. have a four-year-old. Like, can you, ima- <laughs> can you imagine that?
1: I can't imagine me having a ten-year-old right now. Like, that seems fucking insane. By the way,
0: <laughs> Veneti just did the racist thing ever. She pulled up American Life in the early 1900s and pulled up a picture of an, of an of an Indian, like a Native American. What's that? You're from to? India. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled up. A, she pulled up Nimesh's dad, and then she pulled up this Nada picture. That's you. That's fucked up. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> um, that's
1: me as a youth. That's my yeah, sister right yeah. there my cousins oh another co- no but there yeah like so
0: I, yeah I, I keep this up though we'll talk about i want to
1: get them to a point where that that's goal number one and okay then that's beautiful outside and i feel like outside of that once that happens i'll be in a spot okay let's let's put some money to work right and i'm not super i went to school for finance did you yeah and what school nyu down the streets nyu uh,
0: school of finance
1: yeah the undergrad school so like I I wish I paid more attention. Yeah, I
0: went to national community college. Why am I telling you about four hundred one k's? Please,
1: please, Chris, <laughs> tell me about certificates of deposit. Yeah, but like yeah. I wanna I I wanna re like I haven't used that part of my brain or any of all those right. learnings because I let those go the instant I graduated. I was like I didn't I didn't get a investment banking job or anything like that. So like, what the fuck am I doing? But you
0: have the knowledge there.
1: It's in there somewhere. I yeah. think I could figure it out, but. Like, all my peers have become, like, super successful finance guys. Right. And so, like, I will pick their brains about what I should be doing outside of the standard, like, financial advisory stuff of, like, you know, X percent of your portfolio in, yeah. in cash, X in stocks, X yeah. in, like, I want to do, like, random. You ever hear about, like, how the fuck did Shaq get, like... <laughs> Fifty-five guys, or where the fuck it is? Yeah. How did you know? Like yeah. uh, Rick Ross owns like three thousand wing stops.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, and I, I when I was in, uh, this is a wild shit. You meet people on the road. I was in Des Moines, Iowa, the capital, and <laughs> of Des Moines, of Iowa, of Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. nothing else. Yeah. And we, uh, we're
0: storming that one, July 6th.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seven people show up. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh. I did a show, and what there's a stereotype about Indian people owning all motels and hotels mm-hmm. in this country ends up that one of my fans is like the biggest hotelier in in the mid one of the biggest hoteliers in the midwest comes to the show hits me up, picks me up in his corvette brand new white corvette we go to his fucking penthouse suite indian Indian in? Indian okay. dude. Drops me back off in his Lambo back to my hotel. He like show me around the hotel, like Basic. his hotels and shit. And I was just like, I was like, so what do you do? Like he's like, oh well, I manage my family's properties. I'm the head guy, but like my dream is to do like weird investments for rich people. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, like this Lambo that I'm in right now is a Urus truck, Lambert, the SUV. Yeah. He just caught wind that it was gonna like he saw it before it was gonna come out. It's like he think he thought it was gonna be a hot ass car. And, like, no one else, everyone was sleeping on it. So he bought it for, like, two fifty. Instantly came out, it was worth, like, $310,000. So he oh, flipped wow. it, bought another one, and then that's when he drives. Right. He's like, that's what I want to do for, like, rich people. <laughs> like, right. And that's the kind of esoteric investment shit that I want to get into at some point in my life. Right. You know. Well,
0: and the thing is, though, with that, with because it is nepotism, right? Anything in life, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's, like, who you know is mm-hmm. how far you'll go in this life. So even you having a strong connection like that, uh-huh. like, I think there's a lot of things with us, like, we're just, our network is really what's valuable, and people a lot of times don't realize how strong their network can be. Like, if you have friends anywhere, if you just start asking questions, like, there's decisions and things you can do right now that we just don't think about, because the thing is, is it's not that, I don't want to say it's not rocket science, because there are some things that are difficult with this, but there's a lot of things where it's just a lack of education that people just don't know, like, even simple things, like, if you just start drinking you know seltzer versus soda you're just addicted to the carbonation but if you you know 200 you save 200 calories with the seltzer your and, brain will never know yeah, and the but we just don't think gone. to do it right. same thing with investing it's like you could just take money you could just take money from uh you know whatever account and put it into something that's getting more you know interest rates if i
1: move if i moved you know half of the money in my checking account into my savings account I'll be making money on it, but right. I just keep it in my checking because I live in fear or whatever the That's, fuck. Yeah, it is.
0: right. It's a relationship with that. Yeah. But what about your wife? Does she do, do, like? Do you guys think as a couple, like what your like goals are, like financially, kids? Like, do you have a joint checking account? Like, have, what do you do? We have
1: the joint checking. We have, you know, she's she's named on the business. Uh, oh, she's named on your business. I believe so. That's uh, cool. Uh, but she's a you know beneficiary if anything happens to me. She'll get the money. Yes, of course. Do you ever
0: worry that she might put a hit on you?
1: No, not at all. Uh, oh, I'm quite killable, got, man. My, my, hey. Our
0: friend of the show, John A. Light, got an email that John, <laughs> you know, John A. Light is. No. He was John Gotti's hitman.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Listen, man.
0: Yeah. He's, I just got a text. You, you know Namesh?
1: I, I do worry. I do worry. <laughs> I do worry randomly that people come up to me and be like, are you Namesh? And then that's the last thing I fucking hear. <laughs>
0: yeah, bang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. What fuck would I say? God. What to? Because
1: <laughs> I've been saying some wild shit about some Indian people lately. But Really?
0: Has it been getting you in any trouble? Because uh, a- India does not fuck around. We had Vera Das on, and they will—they will arrest your ass.
1: The Indian people like—I uh, talk shit about this uh, group called BAPS.
0: Okay, and what does that stand for?
1: I could not tell you. It's a religious sect.
0: Oh, okay. It's, it's like, not a rapper. Or anything. No,
1: no, no, okay. no. It's—it's no, no. it's worse. It's a—a a religious group that has like you know ten million followers. Jesus. And uh, oh, oh, like two summers ago, they got in trouble because they were allegedly. Uh, using slave labor on their in their temples to build the temples in New Jersey. That's a legend. And I talked a bunch of shit, and uh, all their followers got the clip went viral, uh, and all these like supposedly peaceful Hindu people. Where my DMs like "fuck you, motherfucker," we'll fucking kill you. Like, don't talk shit about us. And then a bunch of other people are like, come to our temple. We'll show you that it's really nice. I'm like, nah, I ain't coming to your fucking <laughs> temple. But yeah. every now and then, yeah, like, none of them are in America though, right? No, they're all Jersey, Florida. The BAPS people are in Jersey oh, and yeah, Florida. It's fucking oh, shit, huge. Dude, yeah, the, I should have had
0: you with me in West Palm.
1: <laughs> the temple was <laughs> <laughs> the temple was being built in Jersey. And, oh wow! Okay, and like and so that's what caught my eye about. It. I'm like, you guys are bringing all that Indian shit here, like yeah. slave labor and not paying these people allegedly, right. and, and uh, uh, they got fucking heated. So I, every now and then, I'm like, I'm a little concerned that some Babs motherfucker is gonna come swing on me or something, but. Right, they don't, they don't eat meat. So. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that concerned. Yeah,
2: Chris, do you want to see? We have the six yes. most profitable decisions in business history.
0: Here's the six most profitable decisions in business history. George Lucas taking 350 grand pay cut for Star Wars in exchange for rights. Very what a, smart. What a
1: wizard! How much you yield on that? Like a, billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, those are. See, here's the thing, though. Let me just be clear when we read these business decisions. These are amazing, and and we should all look at these stuff. But you have to understand, a lot of these people, they're like the one percent, yeah, or they're the one in a hundred thousand that it worked for. So just just really look at, like Warren Buffett says, Warren Buffett will not invest in a business unless he understands it inside and out. Yeah. So these, just I want to be clear.
1: What I mean with George Lucas, you got to be in a pretty privileged position to say no to three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes. You know, like, yeah, you
0: gotta have Babs' money. <laughs> yeah,
1: he wasn't he wasn't broke on the streets. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. nah. Take keep your three fifty.
0: Right, Hershey's Reese's Pieces. They take a chance on ET in nineteen eighty two. The maker of M and M's uh, was approached by Amblin Productions about a tie in between M and M's and the film ET. Uh, for reasons no one is sure about, Mars passed on the offer. Um, maybe he thought the movie was going to flop. But what happened was is this led to what did this lead to? It led to. Um, Hershey gets involved and they put their product, Reese's Pieces, in E.T. and a uh, million dollars uh, well, what did they want? A million dollars go up? What did, What was it? They um wait what is it? I don't understand what they did. Wasn't there a scene in the movie? Was there a scene in the he movie? Got, where he's got s-
2: product, you don't remember E.T.? He, he got was product e- placement. I just remember
0: young Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need to do her show. Sorry, <laughs> no, I can't. After I saw her with uh, Dylan McAvee uh, I, 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 can't. I, 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 can't. I can't. Uh, I can't stomach the f- the fakeness of it. I, I really, I really could not. Did you see her with the Bud Light girl? No. Dylan, I have no problem with Dylan McAfee or Bud Light. I think that all that stuff is crazy. I, I love Bud Light with or without Dylan on it. It's fine. I'll go you, baby. Make that money, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Make that money. But the way her and Drew Barrymore interacted on that show, Drew Barrymore made me want to fucking vomit with how fake and just like I wanted to be like, what, what did you, what did Drew, what who, what do you have, what do people have on Drew Barrymore that she had to do this and just make believe? Look at her on her knees praising her. It's absurd. This this was like to me it was like be I don't know her uh, it's that's like, crazy so I could be wrong with everything I'm saying but it was so fake to me that I couldn't even handle like maybe they I, were
1: maybe they're both trashed on Bud yeah. Lights
0: yeah <laughs> <I fucking laughs> there you. it is that's the joke that's the joke yeah
2: has TT weighed in on Mulvaney at all she-
0: no TT TT Jerry hasn't weighed in on on Dylan Mulvaney and the Bud Light stuff um I don't think she really even knows um what's going on by the way TT Jerry. Uh, I was walking out of the comedy cell the other night, and T.T. Jerry was walking out of the Grizzly Pear. She did her first open mic oh, shit. last week. She did her first open mic. That's fucking and, awesome. And yeah, she said it went well. Um, she talked about sitting on her dick. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I don't know. But but actually, well, you know, I take back everything I said. I would love to do the Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as fake. So, um, I would do Drew Barrymore's nails as she's looking at Machine Gun Kelly. That's it. What? Um, I, bro, by the way, I went to the Knicks game yesterday. Oh, how was I it was at the side sad. It was, yeah, they fucking lost, <laughs> dude. I was at the Knicks game, and and uh, first of all, it was me and my pops. We sit down in our seats. Who sits directly next to us? Stavros and Sam Moore. I saw that, I it was amazing. That. And then Dwayne Wade was there, of uh, course. Gabrielle Union uh, was there, Michael J. Fox, Ben Stiller, and we were we were way up, but we, dude, we had a good time as soon as we. Sat down in those seats, my dad ripped a huge fart right into those seats at MSG and it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. And you know what was dope about it is I forgot, because I've been usually get access. Oh, yes,
1: good seats, man. What are you talking about?
0: No, but those are good seats. Those yeah. are great seats. Yeah. But I usually get access to like, you know, you go to like the private club and you sit down, courtside or very close. And uh-huh. I forgot, man, that the, all that is beautiful and I feel uh privileged to be able to get access to that. But this time because of the playoffs, obviously I'm not. Even close to an A list, so the real celebrities got those seats that I yeah. used to get. Yeah, I got seats a bit higher up and no access to those clubs. But instead, I was within like the fans. Uh, you want to be garden. the
1: people, man.
0: But it was it's so much better to enjoy a game from there, then it is the other way because it's like these people really, really care. They're really invested in the team. The energy I felt at MSG yesterday, even though the Knicks lost, was so amazing. And by the time this episode comes out two weeks from now, the Knicks would have won the next four games and knocked out the Miami Heat and would be playing the Boston Celtics. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Do it. Um, <laughs> um, it's but hollow. It was awesome to go to the game with my pops. You know what was so funny it was pouring out yesterday, right? Like yeah. pouring rain. And my dad, you know, he's lost a ton of weight, but he's you know he's a little bit older, walks a little slow. We had to walk five blocks to the car in the pouring, pouring rain, right? And we're both just getting soaked, like literally, like we're out of the shower, soaked. My dad's like, I think I have a fever. We're getting, we get right to one foot before the parking garage, like the parking garage, you know. Where it's obviously underground and we're not gonna get wet anymore is right there. And my dad realized the whole time he was holding his umbrella in the <laughs> right hand. Hey, that's he was most, like, Look at this, Chris, I have the umbrella the whole time. <laughs>
1: that's the most New York fan <laughs> shit I've yeah, yeah. ever heard in my life. We were
0: just walking getting <laughs> soaked. Yeah, look at this. That's by the way, that's the face of a guy who got caught with a minor. That literally <laughs> <laughs> nobody
1: <laughs> And those are his boys. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You, we know you can do it. Nobody makes that face that didn't just get caught with the youth uh, <laughs> that's so funny they sat right next to you dude all of a sudden my i are sitting there having a good time and somebody gave me a noogie which uh-huh. is and it was stavros he was uh-huh. like "Chris," i was like oh shit dude it was awesome it, we had a great time ricky velez was there andrew schultz
1: yeah that's a theater um, row right there dude no
0: dude we had we had a we had a we had a great time even though the knicks lost and it was funny john Totoro was sitting right across from us and we didn't say anything to him we love john Toro, great actor and the guy in front of me turns around he goes uh he goes because he doesn't know who the hell we are. He right. goes, look at that's John. You know who that is? I was like, yeah, John Turturro. Goes, I, like, I guess he ain't that famous. If he's he's sitting up here with us losers. <laughs> and I was like, Radio City sold out, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you tell <laughs> him, Chris. John yeah, T- shout cool. out John Turturro. He's he's a guy who's very interesting, who's a phenomenal actor, who that's a guy I should have asked to come on the podcast and got his information, but I pushed out again. I don't like doing that. I know, for me, it's like if it comes naturally, it comes, but I know I cost myself a lot of opportunity that way, but I'm okay costing myself the opportunity I think that if way.
1: it comes up organically, it's yes. fine. I think if you're in a a Knicks game, situation. It's like I'm not here to work, bro. I'm here to fucking yeah. watch my team. Get what do I, yeah, killed.
0: what? 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 Do you want, what am I gonna do? Show you my the stats? Yeah, like hey, look, we got decent YouTube revenue.
1: Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. No, he, he's, he knows anyone anyone that's doing it. The podcast is doing it. Uh out uh, of yeah. the goodness of their heart. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about yeah. the numbers.
0: Yeah, stupid. <laughs> the, Knicks fans are, you know, just ruthless too because I said Dwayne Wade was sitting there and somebody yelled out from rows up me and said, yo, Dwayne, your son
1: loves Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked. Which is a, fu- <laughs> which is a pretty funny <laughs> echo. It's fucked up. It's <laughs> Fucking hilarious. I didn't know he left Florida. He's protesting Florida. Where I mean, does he live now? I don't know where he moved, but he's mm. protesting Florida because... Maybe his, his house
0: kid, is a good investment.
1: Because his, <laughs> his <laughs> kid is trains
0: yeah well good i you know i mean listen go live where you're comfortable yeah Dwayne wade wherever you and your kid are comfortable that's where you should go um who, yeah but where else are you gonna go i guess you could go you're gonna have to get out of the south i'd imagine I'd, I'd come think, northeast i think new cali york,
1: i can't imagine living anywhere but new york city
0: right for for to have um to have the most we're the most tolerant uh city i would imagine i
1: i, I could not give a fuck less about tolerance i'm just talking about just
0: living, the just life, living right?
1: life, man. I, I was, um, Amy, Amy and I were talking about this the other day. Amy's your wife. Yes, it was just like, not Amy Schumer. Yeah, <laughs> we were just saying like, that's
0: my wife.
1: If I were, if I were, <laughs> if, if I were out. a rich man, if I were rich, <laughs> if I were a rich athlete, yes, they all live. Which in like,
0: let's be clear, we're not.
1: No, yes, they all live in like Cali. They all live in L.A. or Miami for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, I'm like, what? Why would you not live in New York as right. an athlete? No one bothers you. Yeah. You have access to everything you want. Yeah. What what, what, what space do you need? Right. If yeah. you have money, you can just buy the space.
0: Yeah, just buy the space. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And, and New York, I think, when you were a kid, let me ask you something. Did somebody read Everybody Poops by Taro Gomi to you? Let's just say many adults have forgotten the details of pooping anxiety. This is the type of anxiety that a lot of us suffer from. It's pooping anxiety. It's self-controlled constipation, nervous diarrhea, all these things. They mess with your day. Well, I got an answer for you. It's seed. Seed is the answer, okay? Seeds DS-01, daily symbiotic, supports healthy regularity, healthy motility, and ease of evacuation. There is also increasing research on the gut-brain axis, which Seed is currently researching in partnership with Axial Therapeutics. That is a big, big new cutting-edge research. That the gut, they think even the, our thoughts and memories could be in the gut. And Seed is at one of the companies at the forefront of figuring this stuff out. So go use them. It's skin health. It's gut health. It's seed. It's just if you if things improve in your gut. Everything else gets better. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com/chaos and use the code chaos to redeem 25% off your first month of Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com/chaos. Use the code chaos. Happy pooping. ShipStation. I'm just gonna flat out say it. If you're not, if you're running a business and you're not using ShipStation, you're a stupid poopy head. Okay, and you need to use ShipStation. You're going to get up to 85% off USPS and UPS rates, and if that's not enough, if that's not enough, you just use my promo code at ShipStation for fucking two months. That's all you got to do is go to ShipStation.com slash chaos, and you're going to get a 60-day free trial. That's really what I want you to do, and what ShipStation does is it effortlessly integrates everything you sell online, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Shopify, you name it, and then they manage every order from one simple dashboard. They automate routine shipping tasks, print shipping labels, compare rates, all that stuff. They do the work for you. All you got to do is run your business, baby. I love ShipStation. We use it here. ShipStation.com, use the code CHAOS, 60 day free trial. You're going to save money with ShipStation, make Ship happen. And I, I talked about this on the podcast with Dove, David, which will be on in a couple of weeks that space, actual space, is usually for most families not what you need you have you have all the space you don't do anything with it so right. apartment living like what these guys can do big you know real expensive apartment that's like the best of both worlds they get yeah. beautiful views beautiful everything and they don't have so much space to control yeah you know like even today like my guy that i got a call today that you know they're coming to open up my pool which i'm thankful to have a pool and all that and they're going to open it up and it's nice summer's coming up but i'm like I mean, now it's like dangers with the kids. Oh. I got to worry. Now we got to install a fence because my little one can like walk. She couldn't walk last year. Now she can. It's like, why can't I just, when they're at the pool, it's like we're taking them to the pool, either a friend's pool or a public pool. And like, that's our day with them in the pool, as opposed to now for the next four months, mm-hmm. just a constant worry
1: at all times. You got to make sure that the fence is locked, all that. Kind
0: yes. Of- and I'm like, what am I? But, but again, you live and you learn. And I'm learning now, like. Man, I didn't need all this space. I didn't need all this shit. This it didn't actually make me any happier. It's not that it made me sadder, but it just caused. It's given me more problems. I, I have more stress <laughs> yeah. and more things to think about. Uh-huh. So that's why you know I I've been getting heavy you know into finance and investing because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like how can I just live within my means without having to do all this work? Like, uh, do you have sp- an advisor? I do, uh-huh. but I think that. I don't give them all my money because yeah. they get one percent. So, and I get it, and you know I trust them. i but don't it's not like, an advisor. But anybody who gets the percentage of your money is inevitably. It doesn't matter if you're a good or bad guy. They're going to think about them first. It, it it it's human. I understand it. It's capitalism. I support it. So, I, what I've been trying to do is give right now, as I don't know, let them take their one percent commission and do what they do. They are experts. Certainly more. Uh, uh, they know a lot more knowledgeable than me, mm-hmm. but hold back a certain amount of money that I would have given to them yeah. to do see what I can do by myself. Yeah, see, yeah. and then try to learn as much as I can. That, that's been my plan. So far, it hasn't worked, but that's been my plan.
1: I think the wisest, some of the wisest shit I've seen happen is like athletes were start like an investment club. Yes, like Tiki my, Barber did that. Like my my finance, my one my closest one of my closest friends is a big finance guy. Like, even when he, like, right after graduation, like, him and his, like, people of his ilk who had the money and, like, would get, like, investment banking bonuses, they would put that money, uh, like, like, we're five very smart guys, we have networks, we can look for opportunities, and one of us or two of us will do the due diligence and put this money to work. Right. And, like, that was the ticket for them early on. Now they have, like, hotels and fucking houses in the Hamptons and shit, like, that they own and invest in. I'm like... That would be interesting for a group of comedians to do, right? But the a lot big problem is a like not everyone can put that kind of money to work immediately, right? And b it's like who's running it, right? Who's the well you would
0: have to get you would have to get it couldn't be one it would have to be one comics advisor, right? Like it would have to be somebody, or or it would be better if if a bunch of comics just got with the same advisor, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, and. (laughs) I like burped, but I was (laughs) talking. (laughs) That was a funny sound effect. I can't do. I can't recreate it. Put that in the clip. No, we got. That's that's the clip.
1: I I nope. I can't recreate (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was a good noise. No. Uh, that
2: finance group would go sideways, though. No, amazing, right away.
1: <laughs>
0: now that's a laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Stavro. We get we get Stavros in. He just wants to invest in Sergio
1: Ticini velour suits. <laughs> <All> the, <laughs> guys, I got a truck. Oh, uh, Yeah, that's the only one. <laughs> but that's like for that you would need not just like put in stocks and bonds and all that kind of shit. But what I was talking about earlier, a person or people who would be like, oh, this restaurant is looking for investors. Right. Let's put. Fifty grand times ten to work and right. uh, own own a restaurant or something.
2: Have you guys visited Shane's Cafe
0: in Mechanicsburg yet? I'm no, but I would. But
1: isn't it isn't it Shane all, has uh, a cafe? Shane, I think, and Gilles all the
0: workers are, have, to have Down, Down syndrome. syndrome. I think yeah, so. it's like a. So is that like a like a nonprofit type thing? Like is that like being I, sponsored by the town? We have to ask him. It sounds cool. I would love to. Yeah, I would love I'm, to. I would love I to ask Shane about that. So it's a good idea. Sandwiches. Yes. Yeah, I know. Look, he's got a little drool on them, but whatever. Grill <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> It is beautiful. Better together. So this is opened already. This is it.
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: And it's in mechanic, because that's where he's from. Yeah. See, that's a good... See, here's, here's the benefit of things like that, is when you... You know, Shane obviously crushes it now. He's come to New York, made a name for himself, star making great money, but when you go back to a place like Mechanicsburg, yeah. things don't cost that much mm-hmm. and you can just kind of and you're the champion of the town, you'll get things. The disadva- the advantage and disadvantage of being from New York is, yes, the advantages you know you start to get a mentality of like fight or flight and we're very cutthroat and we go for what we want all that stuff is great, but the disadvantage is we don't have those opportunities. things cost a lot more here. Mm-hmm. The- your network of people, typically is actually a bit smaller than it's because there's just so many people here that like you actually know less people being from new york than these towns that he knows a hundred percent of the people in his town if you i know five percent of the people on my block
1: if you could (laughs) you You know (laughs) (laughs) those are the ones that let you talk to them exactly
0: if you could open
1: if you could could open anything if you could open anything As a business, what would it be?
0: Okay, if I could open up anything. So for me, the restaurant business and those types of things don't interest me because I don't really know anything about it. Anytime I'm in a restaurant, I cannot imagine. I can't even begin to fathom how hard Mm -hmm. this work is, how everybody's weekend and holidays is when you have to work the hardest, and I don't want that at all. But for me, I think I would at this point think like, A type of uh, business that I would actually that seems relatively easy to operate, something that I'm you know uh, good at, or some. I've always said that you know my real talent is not comedy or anything. It's parallel parking. I'm the best parallel park you've ever met in your life, and parking has been such a struggle my whole life, that I would like to open up a parking garage. I've heard that parking garages, the issue is with, the issue is uh, I see Chris, it. Chrissy's parking garage, where the valet, all the valets have Down syndrome. And, 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 so we, we're tagging on what Shane does, uh-huh. and this is Chrissy's parking garage, and that's what we're going to do. Uh-huh. We're going to let give the handicap a chance here, and and um, it's just all handicap parking. All handicap, yeah. So but bunch of blue. The problem blue is, is getting everywhere. in. I would like to get in. I would like to get involved in uh-huh. a parking garage. But two problems that I've heard is one, honestly, the biggest thing is obviously there's no real estate in New York for that to happen. So if you can get your hands on it, you're going to probably be outbid by somebody who can have you know the thirty million in all cash. You're not right. going to get a commercial loan for that. And a lot of it is organized crime related, Chinese, Russia, Italian, all that. Uh-huh. And two is if i want to open up a parking garage outside of new york well of course like any business you're going to want to be around that at least in the beginning and i don't have the time right. to go you know somewhere and 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 do that but that that seems like a business they also
2: just condemned four more in new york Con- what
0: they what the parking garage oh cuz the one shit? collapsed near me down oh now? that's right that's yeah. right so you need a lot of insurance on these yeah, yes it's yeah. going to be tough yeah. i
1: always wonder like it, it, they don't seem that well. Infrastructure.
2: One of the attendants and the one that fell down went on the news and said they had me laying cement for a column that was holding everything up that was falling apart for ten years. Yeah,
1: yeah and he's not—he's not a
0: cement worker. And they had fractions
2: on. Uh, they didn't even fix anything since 1972.
0: That's fucking really. Crazy. They haven't fixed one damn thing since 1972. So that's yeah, so, pretty good, though, right? <laughs> forty <think> years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, that's pretty strong. <laughs> Yeah, held up. Yeah. <laughs> I think like anything, though, like, you know, we, you start off small. I think if anybody wants, like, results right away in anything, your body, your investments, any, it's not going to happen. And that's usually when you go into, like, a quicksand trap. Uh-huh. You're going to have to just let it go slowly. But, like, like what your your boy does, you take these investments that are doing well and you take the money out of those to go with more investors. You try to spend a little of your own money as possible.
1: Let's do a show. Yes. You, you know, like, the profit. Yes. You ever watch The Prophet with Marcus Lemonis? Yes. Like that, but comics kicking cans of like potential investment opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Like we should, we could start it with like we go to a trade show. You ever been to, like a, a a franchise trade show? No. So the, you know what they are? Yeah. Like in Long Island, they have them. Jersey, they have them. Where like new franchise opportunities pop up, and like you go talk to the people who have yeah. like a business, like yo, what is this? And uh, uh, we find one that we like. Evaluate them, and then. Oh, this is.
0: I'm sorry, th- it's this guy.
1: You never seen this? I, I, this show no, was fucking, I this thought, is fucking. better than Shark Tank. I think.
0: G- oh, got it. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, a show about Islam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Five times a day it comes on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time this show came on, I would get my rug out, and <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. No, this, so this guy like uh, will Marcus Lemonis is investor will yes. give money to a business and then like help turn it around and help, like, figure out what's wrong with it and then fix it and then make money on it. Yeah. I think, uh like, a, a tangent of that show, like, a Shark Tank meets the profit kind of thing. It's like five comics. We go. We, we've all decided we're going to pool our money together. Yeah. We've got, you know, $200,000 or whatever it is together. Right. We're going to try to find one business to put our money in, and then we just kick the can, figure out, oh, this is a cool business. Our marketing... Abilities like my fan base or your fan base will, will generate traffic for that business but only if it's good and therefore it's like a like if you go on Shark Tank it's automatic like 20% bump in your business right if uh, if you're still around when they say yes or no right it would be like that we'd be doing that for a business that we invested in so we, I like it uh, why don't
0: it, you know we'll talk about this when we reveal our shows coming out this summer Mina Mesh Mateo Lane and Jessica Kirsten will be doing a couple of dates around certain parts of the U.S., we're calling it The Package, and we're going to be coming like a four-headed, diverse, (laughs) gay monster coming at you um, for certain select shows uh, in the summer. Even though I have told you many, many times I'm taking the summer off, I'm not! It's a great lineup. Yes, so that's what we do. Strong lineup. That's what we can talk about, because I do think that is a very interesting idea, what you just said, is that us as comics and whoever, you know, if you're not comics listening at home, think about what people... In your line of work, you could pool your money with to invest because sometimes that's the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Is to pool it together and then we all take a bit of a, of a risk, mm-hmm. a calculator risk. Because that's the
1: thing there's always. He's <laughs> always like, no, they'll do not suggest this. The this is not financial just, advice.
0: Yes, this <laughs> is not. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't want to get sued. Maybe
1: you should look at us who we're talking to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: By the way, I don't want to get sued, but if I do get sued, I got a great lawyer who was face down drunk at the Knicks game, two seconds away from me yesterday. Um, so yeah, so uh, that guy's just a fucking all the menace. Things. Um,
1: <laughs> All the lawsuits that are coming yeah, your way. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, but I—that that is, because I think, like, you know, it's a, anything with investing is going to be risky, but it's about calculated risk. Yeah. How calculated of a risk is it is always the, the answer.
1: Yeah, and it's to like, me, like. It's
0: like having unprotected sex. It's like, does she look clean?
1: Is it worth the you baby know? that's going to come yeah.
0: out? is it worth <laughs> Yeah, she has a couple of scars in her abdomen. She may not even have a uterus. Who knows?
1: <laughs>
0: calculated risk. Yes.
1: But, like. If i i want to do that beyond like the the show just like go to find like a um what's it called a franchise trade show or a okay. trade show where there's these new products coming yeah. out and be like I, that's how the five hour energy guy became a billionaire
0: really hello fresh hola fresca america's number one meal kit i love hello fresh it's another thing that not only is the food great not only is it cheaper than going to the grocery store not only do they have all different types of Options, veggie, protein, whatever, you name it. The best thing I love about this is it's teaching me how to cook and it's getting my family together in the kitchen, and we're bonding over it, and we're doing it together. The kids, we give all the kids jobs, because it's all pre-packaged ingredients. So we have the baby do this. We have the other ones do that. We're spinning the sauce. We're cooking it together, and then it tastes even better because we all did it together, and it's a sense of accomplishment for everybody. And this May, HelloFresh is celebrating Asian American and Pacific, uh, Pacific Islander Heritage Month, my favorite month. Try for a limited time authentic recipes created in partnership with Chef Chef Serbi Sani. I love this guy. He is a great chef, and you are, we're celebrating the Asian. I'm actually going to do, what we're going to do is my family and I, is we're going to make one of these meals, and we're going to eat it, and we're going to use chopsticks. That's what I want to do because that's the way you should do it, okay? They look at you funny when you go into an Asian restaurant and you use a fork. You got to use chopsticks, even if you don't have hands. You got to use your feet use your teeth, okay? All you got to do right now is go to hellofresh.com slash chaos16 and use the code chaos16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Did you just hear what I just said? Hellofresh.com slash chaos16. Use the code chaos16, 16 free meals plus free shipping, America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. Jerk mate, I love you. Okay, here we go. Let me be clear what Jerkmate is. It's the ultimate live cam experience for grown-ups on the web. That's all you got to know. That's, that is what it is. And what makes Jerkmate special is Jerky, the friendly robot assistant that helps you find your perfect partner among girls, boys, trans, and even couples who match your personality and desires. How about that? To provide you with a fun and highly satisfying experience and make sure you never jerk off alone again. You're, speak, you're preaching to the choir. So if you feel like rewarding yourself after a long day of or or just or if you just want to spice up the fun with your partner, go to jerkmate.com today and don't forget to tell them chaos sent you and use our promos, promo code chaos to get ten free gold. Go jerk it, baby.
1: He went. He was a chemist and he went to a trade show in um, Vegas or something. Okay, like and was like, oh, this is a really good, <clears throat> interesting product. And his genius was figuring out how to market it. Indian guy. That's why I know the story. Wow. Because he realized that it was the point of sale right where people are right about to leave. That's where you want that, that, that product to be. Five-hour right. energy, easy name. Truckers bought that shit up, all fucking swore by right. it. And that's how it became this fucking billion-dollar product.
0: Wow.
1: But he went to a trade show. And it was like, oh, this is a great thing. And I right. know how to market this. I,
2: I love that. You guys should run a marketing company. The commercials yeah. that would come out of your brains would be That way is a good. More yeah,
0: valuable. we should. Yeah. yeah, like we're we're a marketing business. Yeah. You give us we we will we got to have we got to produce some hits, but I, yeah, I think we can do it easily. Interesting. Yeah, I think um
1: See, that's a that's the uh, one of the biggest pitfalls of of people who want to put their money to work is that they try to chase the dream versus realizing what their skill set is at and how they could easily just uptake what they're doing already and turn spin that off into a business entity. Right. Like we're, I want to make a, I want to open like chicken restaurants. Right. <laughs> but I don't know nothing about chicken.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, yeah. yeah. That's my dream. But like, you do know how to market, but I do not like, Hey mom, dad, like we'll, if you have a chicken restaurant, I know how to make the commercial for that chicken restaurant because right. I make commercials for myself all the time. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, shout out Bonnie McFarland. I feel like that's what she does. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chicken restaurant.
2: <laughs> Great
0: commercials. Oh, okay. Great commercials. I'm wearing her glasses. <laughs>
1: yeah, you are wearing I'm the real glasses. Bonnie McFarlane. <laughs> you are wearing This is Bonnie <laughs> McFarlane after one Bud Light. Um, all
0: right, guys. We have a really interesting new section of the show that I'm really excited about. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. You can now leave me voicemails that we will we will read and answer live right here on the show. The number is 347 343-3321. That's 347-343-3321. This is Chaos Calls. We're going to listen. Whatever advice you have: finance, sex, comedy, general life. We myself and my guests will answer it each week. We are not experts. But we're going to try our best. And you know how it goes on Chrissy Chaos. Even though I'm not an expert, I stand, I take a stance and I stand by it. So here's the first caller. Let's listen in. This is the very first voicemail of the Chaos Call section. It's a brand new section that we're a brand new uh, part of the show that we're happy to unveil right now. Let's listen in to this nut
1: job.
3: Chrissy. Okay, question. I've been on
2: one date with this guy, but it was a fantastic first date. But all we did was first make date. out. And now, let me be honest, I want to have sex with the dude. What is the appropriate time for me to not seem like? Um, I'm just looking for sex. So can I have sex like tonight if I go to his house? Um, give me
3: uh, your feedback as a dude of like when you would think that I'm looking for something serious, but like I still just want to have sex. So let me know your thoughts, Chrissy.
1: Um, so I, uh, first first of all, this was Sunday at 547. I think four hours later, she definitely banged this dude. She definitely banged this dude. Yeah. I would say, (laughs) especially you,
0: not that, not that I, not that I see gender, but I think you as the traditional female really dictate the relationship sexually. Mm -hmm. So if you want to have sex, literally all you have to do is start open mouth tongue kissing him and grab his, grab his, um, scottled just grab his dick and balls and then i think that you'll be having sex the way you want to very quickly and then it's up to you. I don't think that a female mm-hmm. has to tiptoe around this. I think a male does probably more, but a female you can have sex, right?
1: Immediately. Yes. Like I'm surprised you decided to leave a voicemail in that time you could have gone and just banged the dude and Yeah. You know? Like Yeah. This- but she's
2: asking what is the advice of how a guy how to approach sex where there's she gets hers, and she also has a long-term
0: relationship. She wants dad. to have sex with him and also be his girlfriend.
1: Correct. Leave right. that open as a opportun- as a potential thing, but not give away, not make it seem like she just wants to bang, but she does just want to bang, right. but also leave open the po- possibility that maybe this could be something serious. Because I think guys are like, oh, the instant yeah. she bangs immediately it's like, she just wants to bang. Great. That's all I want That's to do. That's all too. I want to do.
0: Yeah, I think too
1: what I would do is sexually,
0: you know, if you guys haven't had sex already or maybe you have by the time we read this out. Third time. Is is give them as I would go, I would not I would not go with all your tricks. I would give him a nice showing. I would give him 70%. No I'm in the butt. Yeah, no I, I wouldn't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't double barrel suck his, you know, I wouldn't do it like a porn star yet, even though I know you have that in you. I would not do that just yet. I wouldn't bring out the OnlyFans open asshole. I wouldn't do any of that. But I would have good sex with him <laughs> to make him want more. And then slowly, <laughs> every week that he's, you know, shows you more of the kind of, you know, long-term boyfriend he can be, then the more sex acts you give him. You know, and then and then it kind of at the end, but by the time you guys are actually in a official relationship, that's when you strap on the dildo and fuck him in the ass. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Then you are officially a couple. A couple.
0: All right. So hopefully that answered your question. Just do you, baby. (laughs) Remember, you're in charge. And do him too. And do him, yeah. (laughs)
1: Chrissy, Chris, Olympia. Huh. But since you're doing it, what is your? Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. Chris, I left you a message. You're insane for doing this.
0: But since you're doing it, what is your favorite era of history? And here's a strange question. What do you think is the weirdest part of modern day history? Like, what do we do right now that is
3: just completely bonkers? All right, Chrissy. Hope to hear from you. Bye.
0: All right. So I would say my favorite Era of history. I've said this on the show before. Is colonial America? because <laughs>
1: like, you, you weren't, we weren't allowed to talk. <laughs> yes, yes. The only one that could talk in this room is homeless pimp and I. <laughs> Your know, people were winning. This is yes, this, yes, <laughs> you yes. Get to walk around like that.
0: I, I yeah. I like colonial America. George Washington. So I call him Donald Trump one mm-hmm. um, And uh, and 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 so <laughs> I like I like that era personally. Um, it's just, you know, I like the people. I like to think about the people. I, I think I like it too because it's, you can almost feel it at certain parts, especially being from the Northeast, New York, Boston, Philly. Like you can see structures up that were still there. You can, you know, sit in the chairs that they sat in. I like that. And I like that just the beginning of a country, like that new energy. Um, as far as modern day history, what are we doing today that I think is absolutely bonkers? Um, what are we doing today? I think skyscrapers are crazy. You think so? You think, think building up
1: is nuts? I think, all, like, when I think back to history and, like, how beautiful architecture was even, like, 50 years ago. I mean, I think we went through, like, uh, Cubist? I forget what era it was when everything became, like, really blocky and stuff. But a lot of the federal buildings in America are fucking beautiful. Right. The ones that were made in, like, the 1800s, mid-1800s. Like, those right. are insane. Like, you look at ta- – and, like, even, like, early 70s New York buildings, 60s New York buildings and, like, brownstones and stuff, they were so – fantastic and so like well-designed now it's just like uh, uh, a like faceless glass tower
0: no character
1: no character whatsoever and i don't think that's bonkers it just it just annoys me it annoys you you know
0: yeah i think something i mean honestly it the way that it's going it just feels like in a hundred years from now as crazy as when we look back and be like dude remember when they had a water fountain for white people and a water fountain for black people, like how crazy that was, that might be bathrooms. When we're like, remember 100 years ago when they had a bo- bathroom for boys and a bathroom for girls when they like separated each other by gender? Mm-hmm. That was nuts. That I think that there's a real chance. I know that there's racism and this is are different tonalities, but I think like that's that's an honest chance for 100 years, them to be like, remember when that they used to do that? I, it's possible.
1: I think uh, uh, the bat- whole bathroom thing is like, a, like, you can keep trans people out, but I'm I'm going to be there, all right? I'll be looking at dicks and trying yes. to harass you constantly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right? you keep them out. I'll be there. But, yeah. like, on top of that, it's, like, the idea of having separate bathrooms at all is kind of crazy. It's, like, just, I think the best bathrooms I ever went to are just, like, all gender. Right. It's just stalls everywhere. There's yeah. no urinals or anything. I think
0: that's what it'll be. I think that's what it'll be. Everything will go kind of, like, Swedish yeah why yeah. the fuck not
2: don't you think anything that happened during the pandemic will be viewed as insanity when everyone lost their yeah products? i
0: mean even like the you know like i mean look at us now like like you know the vaccine mandates the masks all that like imagine them somebody coming out and saying that now it would never work you no. would never be able to do that again we're done there or was you, a
2: one or just nfts what the yeah fuck oh yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah nfts that digital currency i mean there's still some money involved in that but yeah the idea of buying that um make a note that i have to get my money out of that um, the, um. that but I do I, I agree yeah there, there's a craziness to that um yeah
1: it's 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 interesting I think uh I think a- a- allowing artificial intelligence to go where it's going to go is kind of crazy I mean it's unstoppable
0: yes that's a good point but that's, it is
1: it is fucking bonkers what's about to happen in the next 20 years
0: yeah and and for me the scariest part is again not being conspiracy theorists just like trying to pay somewhat attention. It feels like if chat GPT and the AI stuff is out to the public now, it has to have been out for 15 years to the behind government walls uh-huh. that the advancements they have, what we're about to see in the next 15 to 20 years, is probably mind-blowing. Yeah. That's why when we say UFOs and when they're kind of you know teetering with UFOs, I don't think for a second it's anything from another planet. I think that it's all... Government, Advanced human government, government, government science, technology yeah. that they're just trying to get us comfortable with when they unveil it. When you hear that aliens are real, I really believe what they—they—they might have you know the society believe it, but it's really there. It's really the governments. It's. it's I don't know which ones or anything, but it's something.
1: LeBron is a government agent. And yes, <laughs> that is not a human being. No, that 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 is like he might not be evolution, dude. He's yeah. like the greatest physical yeah. specimen to ever exist. And uh, I think the go- like it's clear that a lot of anytime you hear someone say, "Oh, I think LeBron's like too whiny, of a player. I can't like him." I'm like, "Oh, you are just racist. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you don't like like what yeah. the next yeah. greatest thing is." Can
0: you delete that tweet of mine from
1: 2018? <laughs> um, <laughs> you think LeBron's a whiny little bitch? I think LeBron. <laughs> I think LeBron's like the fucking. I mean, I'm a Kobe guy. Right. Jordan, Kobe, then LeBron, but yeah. like it's almost under. It's impossible to be like, man.
0: Yeah, I respect LeBron. What the
1: fuck is that guy? I like doing? Steph
0: Curry too a lot. I think, but you I you know different type of game. game. Last yeah. night's game
1: was fucking Steph Curry's crazy.
0: Crazy, and he does everything with half his uh, mouthpiece out yeah, of his mouth. He's just laughing,
1: like, just smiling at the free throw. Like he's my- not
0: even trying. <laughs> yeah, but there's a beautiful, there's a beauty to that of expending less energy. Homeless pimp works a lot with Nate Bargatze, and we talk about how successful Nate Bargatze has been in this comedy career mm-hmm. with expending very little energy and mm-hmm. kind of just doing what he wants. That's how Steph Curry's the Nate Bargatze of comedy. Uh, <laughs> of <basket>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Steph Curry's the Nate Bargatze <laughs> of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: going to be so happy with to hear that.
0: Yes. All right. Here we go. Let's get to a couple of more voicemails.
3: Chrissy. This is
2: Graham from Boston. Saw you at the Boston show. It was great. All hey, right. I think I got a good fuck, Mary, kill for you right now. Ooh. With, uh, with Casey Anthony going to Disney World and all, I need to know. Fuck, Mary, kill, Casey Anthony, Eileen Wermos, Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Wow. So we got Fuck, Marry, Kill. We got Casey Anthony, who we spoke about before, killed her two-year-old, allegedly. Uh Eileen Wernos, first female serial killer ever uh, put to death. And Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, boy, from the Netflix series. Jeffrey Dahmer, serial killer, got beat to death in prison, um, Eight men in Milwaukee. So Fuck, Marry, Kill.
3: Hmm. Okay.
0: So I think for me... Um, I'm going I'll go backwards I think I'm gonna I think I'm going to just to be clear it's Casey Anthony Jeffrey Dahmer and Eileen Wernos yes. so I'm going to unfortunately I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to bang one of these three and I think that I'm probably gonna go ahead and bang Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and bang. Is that what Jeff- I saw coming? I'm gonna bang Jeffrey Dahmer because a, I, I mean, if I had to guess, if I had to guess, the best sex and blowjobs, the best blowjobs have to come from gay men. I don't. Literally, if you are out there and you're a guy right now and you get. An amazing blowjob from a female. You should be like you're gay, and I love it. Mm-hmm. That's gay men have to suck the best penis. So I'm gonna go with Jeffrey Dahmer. Get a chance to really just get in that ass mm-hmm. and have and have him give me a beach. Uh-huh. So he's he's gonna get fucked. I'm gonna probably have to. <laughs> I'm gonna probably have to kill. Um, I would probably have to kill Eileen Wernos um, just because she. You know, get her I get it back for all the men that she killed. Yeah, I? that she killed a lot of men. She killed, you know, she yes, yeah, she had a tough life. You know, I mean, you know, she eventually gets convicted in the electric chair, and that's why I have to kill her because she is guilty. Eileen Wernus is guilty. She was convicted by the highest uh, court in the United States, and I'm going to marry Casey Anthony because she's innocent. She wasn't convicted, <laughs> and she's innocent, and I want to go to Disney World with her, and I'd like to, um, and maybe that's a good business to invest in a business with Casey Anthony, imagine a uh, uh, imagine investing in an adoption agency with Casey Anthony. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Casey and Chris babies for all of us. babies for all of us. What about you? Do you have any opinion? Who'd you fuck? Mary kill. I was going to say, let's kill Jeffrey. And, uh, uh, I didn't know Eileen Wermos. So Eileen
0: Wermos, she's a first female serial killer. She uh-huh. killed a lot of men. Uh-huh. Um, she killed. She was a prostitute, but she would then, you know, you you pay, you know, pay for the sex, and then she'd kill you. And
2: the fans are saying she looked like Theo Vaughn. Is that true? She
0: looks like Theo Vaughn. I said that. I said that huh. Theo Vaughn and her had the same haircut. She was played by Charlize Theron in the movie Monster.
1: Oh shit! Okay, yeah, but I mean, the Charlize Theron looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, so. but they made her look. They made her look Let's, like Theo can, Vaughn in the can movie. We get
1: it. Before I well, make a decision here on who I'm gonna marry, yeah here we go I'm gonna fuck here we go I yeah. Pro- yeah I think I w- I would probably oh yeah okay now what are we I, thinking now I know I feel like she could probably clean up all right and you know yeah. Marrying her will probably allow me to really unravel a lot of the stuff that she's got going on in her. You know, yeah, she's she probably a deep, layered person. We could, yeah,
0: no, she. I okay. like a good
1: fixer-upper.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's good, and that's a good investment. You a good know? fixer-upper.
1: So you're gonna marry her? You're gonna yeah. kill
0: Dahmer, marry Wernos, and, and you're gonna fuck, fuck Casey. Anthony because yeah, she,
1: she's fun. Yeah, she's probably wild as shit. Go she's to fun. Disney World, fucking the fucking. Yeah, and you know, no matter what happens, she doesn't want the kid. <laughs>
0: wow. So here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. this is the last voicemail. But this is great. By the way, these voicemails are, we really appreciate this. I love this segment. Go ahead.
2: Hey, babe, this is B as in Bumblebee. Um, I'm a non-binary person, and I was just wondering if I could get some dating advice if I don't prefer to use, like, dating apps or going to bars and
3: stuff. Thank you so much. I'll see you on the episode.
1: First piece of advice, don't say B as in Bumblebee. Yeah. Uh, that's not winning over anybody. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the Hey, what's your name? B as in Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. B as in boy. But yeah, you can't say, that. say,
0: say, 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 <laughs> hey, I'm non-binary. My name is Bumblebee. B as in Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what you should say. Um, so you're non-binary, which which hey, I guess we all are in a way. We're all men and women or others at the same time. Um, so as a non binary person, um, I think the dating advice would be I think you know, to Namesh's point, come to New York City. If you're not here already, I think there's a metropolis mm-hmm. city here that has plenty of non-binary people who would love to go on dates with you. Um, I think, but I also wouldn't be against the dating apps. There, I'm sure there are dating apps specifically designed for non-binary people mm-hmm. that I'm sure, Venetia, what are some of those apps?
1: <laughs> it's got to be hard to be a non-binary and be on a dating app specifically for non-binary people because you probably run into who's into non-binary as a fetish versus who's... Right. Like, if that is even a fetishable thing. I Forgive my ignorance. I'm sure it but
2: is. I'm not. I on, uh, like I've seen on dating apps as, like, people have said, oh, I go, my pronouns are they or that Okay. And like, they do, you can specify on certain dating apps, like, your... Right. That you are not binary yeah. So I, yeah.
0: I would not be against the dating apps unless there's some re- religious reason or a personal reason why you don't want to be on it. If there is, that's fine. I think you're just going to have to go out into them streets. I
1: don't think there's any religious reason. For, maybe there is for a non-binary person to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They've like, lost God a long time ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I, I think that I would try that my honest advice would be just do the dating apps. It's a tool that we have in modern day society that a lot of non-binary people didn't have the advantage of of using 20, 30 years ago. Now there are. So I think take advantage of that, 100%. you know.
2: Yeah, but it is scary having an algorithm decide your life path. Mm-hmm.
0: It is, but it's just what the world is now. You know, it's like the algorithms aren't decided. I mean, they've decided my life path, whether I want to believe it or not. They decide yours, you know? 100%. So it's like, what what can we do? That We can't really get away from it. As much as I want to, uh, you know, it's like George Washington said, you accept reality as it is, not as you wish it would be.
1: Uh, He said that? He did.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what Benjamin Franklin said why he was a great general, is Uh that it's because he just knew Basically, was a very pro back then, uh-huh. in that in those times it was like you would never retreat. It was like, oh, you're a bitch. But he knew, like, I- we need to retreat because we're going to lose and we're going to get massacred. Mm-hmm. So let's live to fight another day. And he said he was just very adamant about, like, I know when we're going to lose. So let's just retreat.
1: <laughs> He's just a coward. Where a lot of people would. Yeah, I know. He's just a
0: big pussy, you fucking non binary pussy. I
1: think the best piece of advice for this non binary person, Bumblebee, would just Bumblebee. be Bumblebee. Like, just go to bars what would you say to someone who's not non-binary
0: that's the thing is I don't think I think in this world and again I'm not non-binary at least not right now and I think that you don't really even have to say all that about you there's mm-hmm. plenty of open enough people that like the right person like why even just like just start talking to them and if yeah. there's a spark and a connection go
1: for it yeah, if you find someone attractive, or you think yeah. someone finds you attractive, hey, what's Girlfriend. going on? Can I buy you a drink? No, or, yeah, that's it. I yeah. think it's the same. And then, you know, when your pants about to come off,
0: that's right.
1: Listen, yeah, I'm, I'm non-binary. Yeah,
0: that's what it is. Yeah, this isn't attached to anything. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> that's
0: it, baby. 347-343-3321. That's how you get advice on the Chrissy Chaos calls. Our brand new segment, 347-343-3321. Go to patreon.com slash chrissycomedy. Let us know if you like this. Um, there's a bunch of uh, content over there. We totally appreciate all of it. Um, I got a bunch of dates, chrissycomedy.com. Check them out. The big one, Radio City, sold out September 22nd. We added the Hulu Theater in Madison Square Garden September
1: 23rd. Namesh, where can people see you? Uh, my new special, Lucky Lefty, is on YouTube right now. Please go watch it. It's called Lucky Lefty, or I lost my right nut, and all I got was this stupid special. And then uh, I'll be back on tour starting in June, doing clubs in the summer, and then uh,
0: you got a big New York City announcement coming up soon too, yes, right? I
1: do. I'll, I'll announce it quietly right here, theater at Madison Square Garden, December thirtieth just trying to be like Chris over here that's
0: it baby yes sir that's it we're both doing it and I think Sam Morrill's gonna do it too we all doing it man we're yes. all doing it
1: baby yes, sir
0: y'all y'all already know
1: oh yes yes find that's Nimesh it everywhere. find a
0: mesh and then if you any guys out there who are his fans or friends or know have any access into that Indian uh cousin circle please let me know <laughs> write that number right there at patreon.com slash christy comedy we'll keep it all private but I do need entrance into that group chat <laughs> stay gay everyone have fun